Here we are again on Her Ice with Peter Odney and his co-host, Todd Houck. We have Rochester Lords head coach Jeff True on the horn with us. Jeff, thank you for taking the time to join us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. First question. This one's been burning in my craw all day. How badly is your team itching to play South St. Paul in the first round? <laughs> um, well, honestly, uh, we could have drawn up a better draw. I know it's not meant to sound overly confident or anything other than just the fact that uh, our result against them a few weeks ago was not what we expected, not what we wanted, and hopefully not what we anticipate seeing on Wednesday night. Uh, they're a very well-coached team. Everyone knows they have problems around the girls' hockey world, and they've got some very high-end players. Um, but, I mean, we're confident. We just want to make sure that we show that the impression that we left with our last game of the regular season against them isn't who we are as a team and that we're ready to rebound. Yeah, to offer a little bit of context, South St. Paul, uh, I, I'm thinking of an adjective, trounces, thumps, Rochester lures 8-2 to two in the final game of the regular season for both teams. As soon as you saw the bracket and realized that you were going to play South St. Paul in the first round, did the coaching staff start kind of rubbing their hands together like, okay, we know exactly what we need to do next week to reverse that score? Yeah, I mean, I had a very good feeling prior to our conference call on Saturday morning when we get together with all the coaches and we get on the conference call and we hear what our seats are. I had a really good feeling that that's how it was going to shake out, um, that we were going to be the five seed, they were going to be the four seed, just based on what I was assuming would happen with the other teams and the other sections. Um, but, yeah, as a coaching staff, I mean, certainly you want to go into a game like that knowing the things that you need to work on uh, that we're going to address today in practice. But, like I said, South St. Paul's got some very good players. You're not going to be able to overcompensate for the fact that sometimes good players make very good plays. And if we can limit their opportunities and limit the mistakes of our own girls, we're, we're confident that this should be a much, much closer game. Well, it should be a, a barn burner on Wednesday. I'd like to take you back to uh, mid to late December. There's a, a stretch where you went 0-4, and, and three of those four losses were by a single goal. How Was it challenging at all to kind of put the girls back in a positive mood after so much frustration? Because one-goal losses, I mean, those are those are heartbreakers. Yeah, we had a lot of one-goal losses this year, and uh, I don't know off the top of my head, but of our 10 losses, I think six of them were by one goal. Um, at least five were. Uh, so, yeah, you run into those situations where maybe you're getting a little bit, um, little bit of puck luck going against you. Maybe there's just a thing or two here and there, but then we've had the other side, too, where we've been a beneficiary of some puck luck at, on occasions. And um, it's just it's just hockey and the way that hockey games can go about when you're playing very good teams and tight games, that a bounce here and there can be the determining factor of a one-goal game, a two-goal game, or of an overtime game. And you know, the teams that we're, we're playing, you know, being double-A schools and being bigger programs, I think we were able to at least take away from those losses that, we were still playing pretty good hockey. We just weren't getting the results that we anticipated or wanted. Mm-hmm. You met one of those one-goal losses, you mentioned bigger programs, one of those one-goal losses came against Breck uh, all the way back in November. Does this team still maybe draw a little bit of confidence from that game, being able to hang with a dominant program in that fashion? Yeah, I think so. Uh, we've had, I mean, we've really, we've played three bad games this year, and they are the ones that would stand out to you if you're looking through our schedule. Uh, we were we were not good against South St. Paul. We were not good against Warhol, but those are two very good teams, a very good program. So when you're not playing well and you're playing against a very good team, they're going to expose your weaknesses. 
on the other side of that, when you are playing well and you're playing against a good program like Breck, we showed what we can do, even though it was early in the season. Our, our girls were very hungry. Uh, we rose to the occasion, and uh, we we maybe overperformed our expectations a little bit. I mean, we were able to tie a game with a minute and a half left. Uh, we, you know, we would love the opportunity to see them again, and the way it works out is if we can get by South St. Paul, um, we'll have another chance for redemption against Rack, and we all know that how good and talented they are, not just at the single-A level, but across every level in the state of Minnesota. They're, they're one of the top two or three teams in the state, and um, it'd, be a, it'd be a fantastic opportunity to, to play the winner of them or LeBron. Um, obviously, it affects favorite favorite there, but it would be it'd be a great opportunity for us. Who's your, who are your girls more excited to play against, South St. Paul in the first round or possibly Breck in the second round? South St. Paul. Um, okay. And part of that is just as a coaching staff, we want to we want to make sure that their focus is on the first game. And, you know, I've been around hockey long enough where I've seen upsets at every level. And would Laverne over Breck be an absolute upset? Of course it would, but we're not going to um, sit here and predict that maybe Breck is going to win that game. Uh, we just know that we play South St. Paul on Wednesday, and I know it's cliche, but we're just trying to get the girls to make sure they're focused on Wednesday night. And it doesn't take a lot for them to focus, and it certainly doesn't take a lot for focus on a team that we just saw a few weeks ago. Speaking a little bit about that, Coach, we talked about how last year you were in the, you're in the same uh, bracket as you were in the 4-5 four four game, or five game, lost in overtime to Proctor Hermantown. Um, do you feel that the experience of that game uh, the, and the state tournament team last year is going to even help even more? I know we've talked about breaking apart you know, South St. Paul and want to get back at them and playing a better game and, and improving that piece of it, but how much the experience from last year's 4-5 game at state you think will help you on, uh, on uh, Wednesday? Yeah, I, th- I certainly think uh, think it'll help. I mean, experience is that uh, one thing that you can't teach. And, um, you know, being in the first period of our first state tournament game for these girls, uh, first time of the program, being there against a very, very good Hermantown team from last year, um, the first period was one of the worst periods we played all year, but it wasn't because uh, we weren't trying or working. We just uh, were a little bit of beer, cotton headlights, and, I think the lights of the Excel Energy Center might have caught us off guard a little bit, and a little awestruck. Took advantage of that, yeah, a little bit awestruck. Um, but I mean, not to say that Hermantown wasn't the same way. They just happened to take advantage of it uh, when they were playing against us last year in that first round. How we clawed back, we were able to tie it up late in the game on a six-on-four with a minute left, and we forced it to overtime. And so we battled back. And part of that experience uh, is certainly something that hopefully will help us grow this year. And Having the experience of beating St. Paul United uh, the following day, um, actually the following morning at the state yep. tournament after playing our, our Hermantown team in overtime the night before, that really showed our our character and our ability to not to just go away just because we lost that first game. We wanted to make sure we got a good experience of the tournament and get to that consolation championship. Let's talk about the, the team chemistry that the Leward Eagles have this year and, and the leadership. Uh, you have seven, te- uh, seven seniors on the squad. What has that meant to the, the team itself or the family, the team? Uh, what has that chemistry and leadership been like this year? It's been fantastic. I couldn't ask for better leaders on this team, and I'm not just talking about the three captains. Uh, we've got a very dynamic group of girls that have played with each other since they were six, seven years old, and not just in hockey, but we've got a number uh, four of the girls were on the Leward soccer team that went to state this fall. Uh, a couple of them went to state in softball last year and track last year. So 
we're very, very fortunate to have a collective group here that has a lot of experience and success. And then also um, just the way that they're able to empower and engage our younger players. It's a very inviting culture. Um, some of our seniors are always welcoming our seventh, eighth, ninth graders into the circles in the locker room and making sure that they're feeling just as much of a part of the team as their, as their peers and their age mates. Well, that's great to hear. That's nice to hear that your players have some experience in state tournaments and in other sports. Do you think that helps them with the the bright lights and the big stage, maybe ignoring the pop and circumstance a little bit? I think so. Like I said before, you know, it's it's hard to it's hard to prepare somebody that's never been in an experience like that before. It's it's like if you've never given a uh, a public speech in front of. 500 people before to tell them that it's not that big of a deal until you actually get up there and do it. Uh, you're you're going to be shaking your boots a little bit. And that's a little bit like these girls were last year. They were, you know, in the, in the wild locker room or those, the visiting teams that come and play the Minnesota wild. We were in that locker room. We had the experience of watching the clock countdown and stepping onto the big sheet of ice and seeing the fans and the big stadium and knowing what was at stake. Like I said, it caught us off a little bit, of, you know, off guard, but, we showed in the section championship game this year the level of experience that we have and uh, coming out in the first period against a good Fairbanks team and putting up four goals. Um, that was the way we wanted to start that game. And, of course, as a coach, I hope Wednesday night we'll go out and really explode and put South St. Paul back on the heels a little bit. But I, mean, I don't want to be too naive to think that that's likely going to happen. I just think the experience that we had last year, the experience that we played in three section championships in the last three years. The fact that our girls have been used to winning at other sports and just the culture that they've created, even if we get down, we're not going to be out. All right. I got one final question for you. And this is, this is the biggest one. <laughs> sure. Is it pronounced Rochester Lourdes or Lourdes? Very good question. Uh, very few people have been able to answer that correctly. I'm curious what you think first. I go Lured. I've always said I I grew up in Rochester a little bit, so I always always call him Lured. I'll be honest with you, Jeff. I see an S. I pronounce that gosh dang S. I say Lourdes. Well, yeah. My first year coaching with the boys, I called it Lourdes the entire time until finally a parent came up to me and said, "Hey, Jeff, I didn't want to say it until now, but it, there's no S at the end. Just pretend there's no S." So Thank it's you. A, it's a it's a silent S. Um, it would be, I guess, if you want to go Webster Dictionary on it would be like L-E-W-A-R-D, like lured. Lured. No S there. It's going to take me a while I would to say get used other to. Than, uh, other than about two or three of the PA announcers outside of Rochester, and even a couple of them here in town aren't quite sure how to pronounce it. <laughs> well, well, hopefully they pronounce it correctly on Wednesday. Jeff, we appreciate you joining us today, and uh, we hope you have a great rest of your day. Hey, I appreciate the time, and thanks for the continued support of Girls Hockey in Minnesota. Very much appreciated.